This podcast is for leaders at diverse levels and organizations around the world who are seeking to scale and transform their leadership to level up their business and to create an impact in the lives of people all around them. Business topics, trends, innovation, and the intersection with leadership is the focus. We enable success. I'm your host, Stephen Paul. In this episode, we meet a business leader with wide-ranging experience and skills with a passion for marketing and business development. He knows the essence of working in a fast-paced environment with entrepreneurial approaches. We're joined by Stelios Antonio, the Chief Operating Officer at Full Force Gaming Group, amongst other, other companies. And we'll learn about his journey and how he leverages his skills and experience expertise on new ways of managing and leading teams and working towards building strategic um, KPIs and um, different goals. Welcome, Stelios. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Wonderful. Stelios, tell us uh, briefly about uh, where you're you're based. So I'm from an island called Cyprus. Um, Not many people know about this place, (laughs) especially in the US. That's true. That's but, true. Uh, um, I'm from, yeah, I'm from a town called uh, Larnaca, um, which is where the airport is, just to make it easier for people. You know, Stelios, I, uh, I remember a, uh, uh, about probably about just about, a, just about a decade ago when, when I came to, uh, to Cyprus. I loved, the, I loved the country. It was beautiful. I actually came to Larnaca. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah. It's was, it was re- really beautiful, really beautiful. It was very hot when I came. I was just there for about four, four or five days. It's it's always hot here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what how's That's... how's the weather now? Is it uh, is it at the peak of summer? Um, we still got. A, uh, I think we're in our in in the forties. Um, uh, in August, it does get worse, but then it normally eases off in uh, September. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the UK at the moment, we're having a uh, a mini heat wave. Uh, yeah, I saw. I saw. Range. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday was the uh, the hottest at uh, about forty one degrees, um, and it's uh, it's it's tapering down now. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was in the UK. Um, I think it, I felt hotter as well, just because everything's with carpets and there's no kind of air conditioning going on. Um, so yeah, I can, <laughs> I wouldn't, I would rather be in Cyprus than the UK. Wonderful. Wonderful. Celius, tell us briefly about your, uh, your personal journey and the intersection with your, uh, your, the professional side of things as well. Okay. Um, so I was uh, raised in Greek school. Um, when you finish in Cyprus, you have to do uh, military service. Uh, so I did that for a year and then I uh, moved to the UK uh, to kind of work and study. Uh, just because I didn't know what to do, I started working in just uh, any job I could find until I could figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And then I uh, landed on digital marketing, which was very new at the time. Um, so I kind of got into that just because I was into social media and um, YouTube uh, in the very early stages of YouTube. Um, so I started studying digital marketing, which uh, then led me on to uh, a few jobs. But um, by doing digital marketing, you have to kind of know many things, which like graphic design, web design, understanding how a business side of things work, marketing, obviously. 
Um, so that's how I got involved with um, many departments, you could say, uh, within businesses. Um, Yeah, no. yeah. uh, where we where I got a job in a company called Belty Range, which was uh, a sports book company um, targeting the Mexican market. Um, I did know uh, the, the background of sports book just by being a user. So it was quite easy to me to get into the business um, and understand the logistics and how the business actually is making money uh, with my marketing background. We scaled the company um, from five to 25 people. Uh, and I was dealing with the, I was dealing with marketing, but I ended up dealing with operations and commercials as well. And after that, I went to an e-commerce platform uh, in Cyprus. And again, we scaled up the, the team there um and i was mainly involved with operations in a, a uh a slot a casino slot company uh doing uh, operations uh acting as coo and overlooking my, all the departments within the business basically. wonderful so it's a very very interesting background in terms of uh the different countries that you've been and but also the twists and turns you've taken your professional journey from marketing to digital marketing to operations so do you combine all of that in your your current expertise and offering yeah so um i mean on a daily level there's a lot of uh, to understand the different departments especially uh tech side of the business and uh the business side of the business so being able to act as a middleman between a uh, very IT driven minds and business minds. Uh, it's quite useful for whoever's running a business, I would say. Um, and then having the mind of design uh, side of things, uh, just to understand creative people and how they act um, within a, a corporate background. Yeah. So interesting when we talk about marketing, you know, there is the digital, sorry, there, there's, yeah, there's the, the digital marketing and there's a traditional marketing. And when you look at different types of companies, depending on their growth stages, whether it's a startup, scale up, or an established corporate, for example, um, some of these companies have got a digital component of it. They've got the traditional marketing side of things. Do you, do you work and do you do you advise companies on setting up functions marketing functions and looking at ways in which their value chain would uh, uh would be established um so i always try to to look at at a business um so how are they trying to make money and obviously who the target audience is uh everyone at the moment is going very digital um trying to establish themselves within instagram or you know TikTok at the moment which is very popular um but i, I would say um you would need to understand obviously who the, the the target audience is before you you do any move online because sometimes uh, traditional marketing does still work, I would say. And coming from the digital side of it, I, that's what my, I would say my lesson is. Um, 
where I've, I figured that actually digital is not always the answer. Yeah. Um, so I would sit down and try to understand what the actual company wants to do, who the audience is, and especially what, what their product is. Um, most of the times, if a product has some kind of visual, visual impact or it can be uh, visual pleasing or it has some kind of aesthetic, I would always go down the digital route. Um, but yeah, it always depends on the target audience, I'd say. Yeah, and, and that's a that's a valid point. I mean, ultimately, it's, you know, what's their customer, you know, what's their customer base and what is, uh, you know, what's their revenue generating uh, model, but also where they where they bring their revenue from. Um, tell us a little bit more about, uh, you know, trends in this space. I mean, things have shifted back from when it was in the 80s to the 90s to, to this turn of the century as well. Um, yeah, I mean, you, yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, Go on. So, yeah, I, I was just going to say I can't, can't say something about the eighties, just because I was born in ninety four. Uh, <laughs> so it's quite. Uh, I, I understand how it worked before that there was less uh, technology involved. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the moment, from the the, the digital era, it, it used to be very Instagram. Uh, now people are shifting onto TikTok. I'd say Gary Vee is a good person to follow. Uh, he mm -hmm. he kind of calls things out before they happen. Um, sure. So, I mean, yeah, TikTok was very popular during COVID and the pandemic. Um, but again, it's not for everyone. Um, and you have to be quite smart how you uh, perceive your brand um, within these platforms. Um, but the main the main thing would be content, I would say. Uh, so if you're, if you're able to understand how uh, what content works and how you can kind of make it work for your business. I think that would be that that's the way you can hack these platforms just to understand what content works and how to make it work for your business. Yeah. So earlier, Stelios, you mentioned about, you know, marketing operations, but also about business development. And I've always I've, I've I've always noticed in some of these companies, you know, there's 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 a there's a sales function or there's a sales element, and then there is the marketing element. What's your view on both these on on both these functions? How do they actually intersect? Okay, I mean it depends on the business, but I would say sales is very important. Um, and I I found this out. Uh, I used to work in a call center. Uh, um, and constantly being on the phones and stuff. So that's how I kind of got into sales just by um, doing this job years ago. Um, but I understood the point of sales and how it can lead to business. But then marketing, I would say, has to do with how people perceive your, perceive your business. Um, you've got obviously the branding element where it does, that's a more uh, deep um, understanding and how people, I mean, again, it does depend on the business, but marketing would be that your message, um, whereas sales is the why you should buy something or why you should do what the business wants you to do. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. And uh, your expertise and offering, is that across sectors or is it specific to a particular sector? It, it, are you referring to my offering or? Your, your offering, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I I have dabbled with uh, fashion, which is uh, clothing stuff. E-commerce would be something I've I've worked with. Um, 
yeah, I mean, at the moment, I, I'd, I'd like to do projects that are interesting um, yeah. and not things that I wouldn't uh, work with a project that doesn't, uh, that I don't feel that I add value to. So that's not something I would do. Yeah. So Stelios, if, if I'm a company or a business or an individual looking to leverage your solution, how would a conversation with you and I sound like? I mean, just as we're talking at the moment, <laughs> um, it, it, I'm very easy to, I would never say no unless I'm really busy. Um, I always like to listen to people because um, I know how it is to be on the other side where you're always looking for some kind of lead or, or someone to kind of hook on your, uh, on your you know, questions. Um, so I always give people a chance to listen to. I would be very honest if it's not something that I would uh, be interested in. Um, if I know someone that would be, I would kind of send them to that direction. Um, but yeah, I mean, just approaching people and asking uh, is a very good uh, way to get uh, into people, like get in touch with people, basically. Excellent, excellent. And can you share an experience or a story where, um, you know, in your time as a as a leader, that resulted in a highly positive outcome? Um, I mean. I would say a TikTok story, which is, uh, so I, I found these creators that were, they were working within a business and they were asking, uh, uh, obviously the people within the company, some like quiz questions, etc. Um, and we were a startup at the time. So in, in Cyprus, so I kind of took the idea and started, um, we, we created TikToks basically asking the people within the company with questions songs um and just because it was you could say addictive content it, it kind of went quite viral within cyprus um i even kind of got recognized in the street just from these tiktoks which was a bit weird um yeah that, that was a proof that if you do something different not within the actual um what the experts are saying uh, kind of works so yeah yeah yeah, and and you know you know TikTok is uh, a very very good platform. Are you actually seeing a lot of um, larger organizations, you know, established organizations actually leveraging that? Because I know that the, the smaller, newer organizations are definitely leveraging that. But in your view, do you do you find larger organizations or more established organizations leveraging? So I've seen a lot of uh, larger organizations at the moment. Uh, I've seen Marmite uh, start getting on the trends. Um, yeah. the, the translation app, I forgot the name, uh, Duolingo. They're very, they've That's got, right. they're, doing, they're doing it really well. Um, but the only thing I would say about TikTok is you can't just have TikTok on its own um, just because the content is so uh, quick and easy. You can digest it really quick, but then... I don't think many people remember the actual content that they've seen after a few days. So I would say TikTok is a very good way to get people, get people in front of your content and then just send them to some kind of community, whether that is Instagram, you know, YouTube or some kind of email list or a podcast. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't just grow on TikTok, um, but it is a very good way to uh, get in, in front of people's eyes for free um organically obviously um so yeah tiktok is good but you have to kind of use other platforms as well to leverage the traffic because i wouldn't say just tiktok is uh yeah 
what, what are you seeing as, uh, as challenging in the business world as a result of uh, pandemic and you know, where you are currently and just generally? Yeah, so at the moment at work, um, we have a, a debate uh, from, I don't know if you have the same situation with uh, work from home versus yeah. uh, office culture. Um, so I've worked for many, obviously my boss has a different idea, uh, a CEO of the company um, and other people within the company. So you need to be able to understand both sides uh, of the argument and then uh, see if, if it can be beneficial because I've, I do understand obviously someone who wants people in the office and to see that they're there for eight hours or whatever the time is doing their job versus um, people working from home and having the trust that they are actually working and you know not seeing watching Netflix all day and um, yeah so th there is that argument as well um, within the work from home I don't know what your opinion with that with the work from home or office culture is um, yeah I mean work from home look I you know, my, my view is you know I, I definitely support that um, I support hybrid working I think it also just depends on the business as well. Um, you know, as much as possible, remote working, if it makes sense for the domain, the business domain, and the you know the, the type of work that you do, then I would make opportunities to embrace that. Um, I would also encourage relationship building, FaceTime, you know, as in the physical FaceTime. So if there's opportunities for people to work remotely but also to come to the office or to a location to help build that personal relationship through uh, you know physical meetings and uh, you know social interaction then that would definitely be a um, you know a positive thing the other the other trend that i'm actually seeing is the four-day week yeah yeah i've seen that um yeah. I, I know a few companies are doing this in cyprus space that's a hard sell to get people to get your whoever the business owner is to to get them to accept that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what your experience is with the four day week. Uh, I I was actually doing some work with a uh, a smaller company with about uh, 20, 28, about 30, 30 people, and um, they had a very good culture um, and ownership mindset culture as well. So. Um, you know, the, the CEO basically made a decision, we'll go with a four-day week. Uh, it started with a four-and-a-half-day week and then moved into a four-day week. Uh, same hours during the day. I mean, your core working hours are from nine to nine to five. Uh, but um, you know, because of the culture and because it was, it was a smaller organization they were able to navigate that quite well and uh, they had some good metrics to manage performance as well um, and combined with remote working as well so you may, you can imagine how how good that was <laughs> yeah i mean uh, yeah so i i think um with everything that's going on in the world i think obviously mental health and stuff which is a bit of a taboo still within organizations um i think the four-day week can can be very beneficial um yeah. The work from home as well but then you have the other side like like you mentioned with the social interaction which can be also beneficial for people uh going through some kind of mental health uh, situation um but yeah i mean the the, the four day week is a good uh it, it i think operating uh, a company with for, for, with a work from home culture is is uh 
it's all relying. I think you have to rely on really good tech. Um, I don't know if you've kind of used something, but we mainly work within teams um, to, yeah. to run the business. Uh, I don't know if you've kind of gone down. Do. Yeah, yeah, we do. And and most most you know innovative companies use you know, technologies that bring in the necessary apps. I mean, like even I had to, I mean, I had, you know, I've got board positions and, you know, I do strategic sessions previously, physically, you know, designing on a whiteboard, for example, or face-to-face, -face, but now you've got these whiteboards, electronic whiteboards that you can use. And it was a bit of an adjustment, but, uh, you know, some companies do embrace that, bring that, uh, you know, into the fold of the, in, in, into their, you know, technology stack. So that's actually very good, but some companies and some individuals are still sticking to come to office. Yes, okay, we'll have hybrid working. You have to come three days a week, you know, um, and we'll still maintain our old technologies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy going to the office um, just because uh, I used to work from home quite a lot and it kind of gets, you, you kind of get into this mixture of, you live here and you work here as well. So it's kind of, I like going up to the office because I kind of know when I leave the office, it's, that's me kind of done for the day, but I'm still available, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of the actual, the change of scenery, uh, which kind of works for me. But I do understand people, uh, because my job's obviously 10 minutes from where I live, but I do understand people that have to drive or get the tube or the train. Uh, so there is a massive uh, save, savings benefit, I would say. From that side. Wonderful, wonderful. Serios, um, I know you mentioned about Gary V and um, uh, well, you mentioned about Gary. Is, is any other business leaders or books that you've read or follow? Um, yeah, I mean, Gary V is a guy I, I, I follow, but I'm very on and off with him because um, I, I don't think you should follow him uh, like as a, as a religiously because he can be very um, straight to the point mm -hmm. um, but, but he has helped me in the past where you kind of need a push or a motivation or like a wake up um, because of that um, I remember I went to one of his events in London as well and I kind of met him face to face uh, which was nice <laughs> um, but in regards to, to books I, I listen to audiobooks a lot um, I would say Shoe Dog by Phil Knight uh, was a very good book uh, which is basically the story of Nike and how he kind of went from going to Japan and buying shoes and selling them, uh, which is it's a very nice book. Um, Oversubscribed is, is another one uh, that I, I enjoyed. Um, it's good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that a good one. book. <laughs> yeah. uh, he kind of changes your mind in regards to how you should proceed or is it about branding, I would say, mostly. Um, but another one that kind of messed with my mind was Happy by uh, Darren Brown, um, which kind of, yeah, it was very different to what I'm used to, um, but, but was good. Makes you think uh, not to kind of um, have many, it's, it's based on like expectations of, from other people and how you shouldn't uh, let someone else kind of bring you down, uh, etc. I would suggest Happy by Darren Brown. Uh, as a something different <laughs> uh yeah yeah no wonder wonderful Stella, what are some of the uh, important topics or trends on your mind these days that you feel impact people business leaders and so forth i know you've mentioned about mental health as one one element anything else um i would say 
just because of everything going on it's we, we are living in kind of very strange times i would say it's it's it's, it's, it's always something new coming uh, in the news and stuff um i mean i'm very into the going to university versus um not going to university and having some kind of different uh, path uh because where i live in cyprus obviously going to university and studying is uh is is a very popular thing to for people to do um and i'm seeing a lot of people my age who are like lawyers or doctors or have a very good uh, degree and stuff that are not able to kind of land a, a job or some kind of good position um so so i would say having uh i don't know some kind of to, if you're raising kids <laughs> to kind of have them uh rethink what they would like to do maybe and uh try to be a bit smart to understand if if the what if there is a, a demand for what they're trying to study um i don't know if you agree with me on this or if you have a different opinion no fully aligned <laughs> full, fully fully aligned fully aligned with you <laughs> um yeah and the other thing that comes from gary Vee, i would say which i think that's the first time i heard it was um there's a lot of people that want to be an entrepreneur and stuff um but sometimes being you know uh, within a, a very good company is also quite good like where i am at the moment i am i would say i'm very entrepreneurial i think i've got a new idea every day um but being able to kind of operate someone else's business still kind of fulfills my i would say entrepreneurial needs um yeah. so yeah i mean that's kind of that's another way to look at things yeah it's it's a it's a broader mindset that you uh that you maintain but also just keep adding to you know to, to what you know and keep layering it up and absorbing right so that's uh that's, that's an important aspect yeah i'm very good at uh yeah i i would say i'm, I'm a quick learner so where wherever you put me i i can kind of absorb knowledge and understand certain things um so that's how i've kind of been able to yeah. move around and, and fit into companies yeah i mean um, it's, it's it's important right because the you know the world is changing rapidly there's lots of new things that are happening attention span is very little um without self-development and knowledge you become you know irrelevant i mean what was hot yesterday is not necessarily going to be hot today but something new on top of what was hot yesterday yeah exactly i mean i've i've been in situations where other people would say no to certain things like i've been asked to do certain tasks that are not even relevant or even close to my job description um but i've always gone with a positive mindset just to try to I will learn something from it and yeah. I'm sure there's, there's something not good will come along and that's how I've kind of ended up in operations I would say just because I've not stuck just on marketing I've come I've kind of done um within my industry um most of the most of the departments I would say yeah so tell us tell us uh, what does a day in the life of uh, of Stelios look like <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's nothing exciting, I would say. Uh, so I wake up. You're living house. in Cyprus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's still, it's, there's no tube or, or nice uh, trains to get everyone in. Um, yeah, I have a five minute commute. Um, so I wake up around uh, half seven, eight. I'm in the office by half eight or you could say nine. Um, normally finish by five or six o'clock. Um, I try to fight with myself to go to the gym, which normally kind of works. Um, I'm normally home by eight, uh, showered, I have my dinner. And then just because everything's nearby, I can go out with, with friends um, and still be home uh, in a good time uh, to go to sleep. There's no kind of big commute, I would say. Um, or I'll just listen to books and brainstorm if I'm, if I'm not out. But I like to stay sociable um, just because uh, it was one of the reasons I moved back from the UK to Cyprus, just because I was missing all kind of, you know, like, I'm guessing, what, do you live in the UK? Uh, I do, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know how it is to get to someone. I mean, you need an hour or two just to True. meet them. Um, so having someone uh, 10 minutes away is uh, very beneficial, I would say. Yeah, yeah. No, wonderful. So what's what's the next uh, big business or personal adventure for you? Um, I... I I'm kind of looking into the world of, um, let's say, HR and jobs. Um, so it's because I've noticed uh, the way people get hired is, I find it quite weird, where people are being judged by a CV. Um, so it's not something I think that's kind of relevant at the moment. Um, so I'm trying to think of a way where people can hire people not by a CV or some kind of uh, different way where people can find a job um, in a more flexible way. So I'm, I'm kind of working with a, on the side with um, some developers to develop some kind of app, um, which is nice, but it keeps me busy. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. I'd love to learn about that because that's, that's on my mind too. And many of the people that, uh, that I come across uh, you know, the CV is, is an important document, very expensive document if you've done it, done it well. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I've been on the other side of uh, hiring people as well. So I, I always try to, to bring someone that I would normally say no to at a CV, for example, and I like it when they, I get proven wrong. Um, it's happened to me. I, there was this uh, graphic designer girl, she didn't have much um going on on her cv you could say uh but on the interview she was very 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 good um mm. which helped her land the job um mm. yeah so yeah I'm, I'm also into podcasts as well um good. this is why i attended your podcast to be honest <laughs> Wonder I, wonderful. yeah yeah so yeah do you do you have do you have uh, your own podcast or... i am i am I'm considering of um just i'm trying to maybe talk to people uh it's called the app i'm making is called get get your bread get your bread okay. um so it's how you bring bread on the table basically that's the kind of concept so i'm kind of trying to see if i can talk to people um and just understand how they bring bread on the table yeah. and just speak to anyone that kind of works corporate um environment it could be a builder or anyone it's just uh, everyone has to work obviously so it's just an interesting uh, way to understand people's mindsets and yeah 
Wonderful. No, wonderful. I'd love to uh, to learn more about that and collaborate with you as well. It's yeah, of course, of course. 100%. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. So share with us any closing messages or uh, challenges to other leaders you'd like to uh, to make. Um, yeah, I would just say when you're hiring, maybe look at people, uh, just have an open mind and don't uh, judge a CV straight away. Um, and for anyone looking to, to do something, I would just say, if you don't ask, you, you'd never know. The worst thing that can happen is you get a no or someone not replying. But if you don't ask, you, you would never know what would happen. So I, I would say ask, uh, ask companies, even if they're not hiring, ask, uh, you know, people and just see what their reaction is. Obviously, I've, I've just had the chance to speak to Stephen today on this podcast because someone asked me to. Uh, and I said yes. So, yeah, if you don't ask, you don't get <laughs> Completely, completely agree. Wonderful, Stelios. Thank you very much for, for being with us today and sharing your journey. Thank you very much. Thank you, Stephen. Wonderful. Okay, folks, thank you very much for listening in and stay tuned for our next episode on building a business and multiple functions. Uh, we will hear more about that in the